0: Nurses, career satisfaction and mastery are informed by the effort you make to create your own success. Let's talk about how effort is rewarded by outcome right here on episode 138 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation, whether you're listening for the first time or you've been tuning in for months or years. As always, this podcast is about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, Your Next Shift, the Gluten-Free RN, and the Introvert Biz Growth Podcast check us out at PulseMediaNetwork.com. And I want to remind you that you can help other people find the show by leaving a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. If you do that for me, shoot me an email at Keith at NurseKeith.com, and I will thank you on air for your generous review and rating. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, head on over to NurseKeith.com forward slash episode 138, That's nursekeith.com forward slash episode 138. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here, so let's dig right into today's topic, shall we? Folks, back on Monday, December 11th, 2017, I published a blog post over on my blog, Digital Doorway, and it was entitled in your career, effort is rewarded by outcome. And the reason I wanted to write this is because I hear from a lot of nurses out there, and I can see that the nurses who really put in the elbow grease and the sweat equity to get things done in their career are generally rewarded for their efforts. And this 21st century nursing job market right now It's pretty tough competition out there, even though there seems to be a shortage in different parts of the country. And I can see that those who are putting in their due diligence are definitely getting more traction in their careers than those who are kind of sitting on their laurels and not really doing the work to move their career forward. So whether you want your career to grow now or you want it to grow in the midterm or the long term, putting in the energy is definitely going to get you where you want to go. Like I said in the blog post, career development isn't rocket science, but it's also not a walk in the park. Your career can, as I've said before, just happen to you if you're not paying attention and not doing what you need to do to grow and water it. But if you dig deep and you do your due diligence and do the work that needs to be done, you can create the nursing career that you really want and deserve. Now, the work of career building and career management is multifaceted, and the areas that I want to cover in this podcast episode right now here with you in this moment are education, networking, clinical skill building, personal wellness, and building other miscellaneous skills that I think are important. Now, beginning with education, because, well... Our nursing careers start with education, don't they? This should be, on some level, an ongoing project within your nursing career. Your education can be formal, like going to nursing school and getting that ADN or BSN, and it can also be more informal, but learning needs to happen in order for your career to grow and for you to grow as a clinician and as a nurse. For those of you out there who have an associate's degree, I have, and I will continue to encourage you to get a bachelor's degree. That is formal education, because as we know, there's a big movement right now. There's a sea change in the nursing profession, and they, those people out there who do the hiring, are wanting more and more nurses to have bachelor's degrees, and it is becoming the entry-level degree for people to get into the profession. Now, this isn't 100% true, I know. There are lots of associate degree nurses out there doing really good work. A lot of you have really good jobs with associate degrees. However, certain doors are closing to you if you don't have a bachelor's. So if you really want to move your career to the next level and you feel that you're hitting that glass ceiling Because you have an associate's degree, it might be time to go back to school and get your BSN. When it comes to formal education and a master's degree or PhD nurse practitioners are kind of the it folks right now in healthcare. It is the fastest growing profession in the United States with the Bureau of Labor Statistics saying that nurse practitioners are going to see continued 31% job growth between now and 2024 nationwide, while registered nurses are around 16 to 17% job growth, more or less. And overall job growth in the country for all industries combined is projected to be about 7% between 2017 and 2024. So if you do the math, there are a lot of opportunities for advanced practice registered nurses, nurse practitioners out there in the world right now. And that is going to continue to grow. As the country ages, and as the need for more preventive and primary care increases, we are going to see the growth of the nurse practitioner job scenario increasing and expanding in the years to come. Now, things might change, of course. We have health care reform on the chopping block right now, the Affordable Care Act, We have the risk of a lot of people losing their insurance over the next few years. So with people losing their insurance, millions of people losing their insurance, the number of nursing jobs and nurse practitioner jobs could plummet, but we can't put all our eggs in that basket because hopefully things are going to turn around and we're not going to see a lot of people kicked off the health insurance rolls. Be that as it may, nurse practitioners are gaining practice autonomy all around the country in many, many states of the country, as well as the Veterans Administration. So the opportunities to work in acute care or primary care as a nurse practitioner are still growing. And the opportunities for nurse entrepreneurship for nurse practitioners and other APRNs is also growing. So in terms of your education, a BSN can stand you in good stead. And if you're interested, becoming a nurse practitioner could be a good move for you depending on where you live, where you want to work, and what you'd like to do. Now, aside from formal education, we nurses have to keep learning, don't we? And we can learn in seminars, webinars, online and in-person CEU courses. We can learn from podcasts, hint, hint blogs, books, articles, journals. There's lots of ways to learn. Now, your education doesn't need to be formal. You don't have to go back to school, and I'm not telling you to do so, but you do need to keep learning because things change, right? The evidence base changes. There's new research out there. There's new technologies we need to keep up with. There are EMRs and EHRs and artificial intelligence and robotics and all sorts of things to keep up with so whatever it is you do that can boost your knowledge boost your expertise and boost your skills will also boost your marketability so get out there and learn no matter how you want to do so Now, for those of you who've been following me for a long time or maybe read my first book, Savvy Networking for Nurses, you know that I am a believer. I am a big believer and an evangelist for professional networking. And building a strong network of like-minded professionals could not be more important at any stage of your nursing career. So whether you need a recommendation, a referral – or if you just need advice from someone, you need to pick their brain. Having a robust professional network to reach out to is definitely effort that will be rewarded by outcome. When you are in need of that reference letter or that recommendation or that piece of advice, your network is like gold. And whether you make your network grow through social media like LinkedIn or Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, or you grow it by face-to-face networking, pounding the pavement, meeting people, going to conferences and seminars, learning how to network is definitely going to be worth the effort because that growing list of connections that you have in your digital Rolodex is really going to serve you throughout your career. Now, after education and networking, the next important thing that many of you, I'm sure, will agree is important for nurses is clinical skill building. So, sure, you can accumulate book knowledge And you can accumulate all types of expertise. But for those of you who work in the clinical space, clinical skills are important for a large proportion of you. Now, I don't work as a clinician right now. And yes, I'm getting a little rusty clinically. And it's not that big a deal to me right now. But for many of you, if that's where you are putting the energy in your career, then staying up to date clinically is super important. Hands-on clinical learning can obviously happen on the job. A lot of us have learned things by hanging out with people, with nurses and other healthcare professionals who know how to do things that we don't know or know how to do the things we do, but they do them better. And we can learn from watching and learn from engaging with those colleagues, those clinical nurse educators and others who can teach us better ways to do things. Now, some of you out there are very smart and you go after certifications. Let's say you want to get into critical care or you actually are in an entry-level job in critical care. How do you move the needle in your critical care career? Well, you can sit for your CCRN exam and become certified in critical care, or you can become certified in med surge nursing or whatever other aspect of nursing or medicine where you'd like to seek certification now i have a friend here in new mexico my friend annie who's a nurse midwife and she got certified in performing colposcopies because a nurse midwife who can perform colposcopies is highly marketable that is a great skill for her to have other nurses like those who work in cardiac might want to study, let's say, EKG interpretation and become truly expert in that. No matter what it is that you do, there's probably some clinical skill that you are weak in that you would like to strengthen, or there's a clinical skill you don't quite yet have under your belt that you would like to get under your belt. And for career growth, for your marketability, increasing your clinical skills as a nurse clinician could not be more Intelligent in terms of a move to make in your career. So, whether you're going to go to a certification course and get certified, or you're just going to ask a colleague to teach you how to do something that you really want to know how to do and you know they're expert in it, moving the needle for yourself in terms of learning new skills and sharpening old skills couldn't be a more important move for you to make in the midst of your career. Now, next, after Education, networking, and clinical skill building, I want to talk about personal wellness. And that might seem a little odd in terms of the effort that you put into your career because I'm talking about some hard skills here. But, you know, personal wellness is really important. And I'm including it here as a means of achieving nursing career success because. You could be a very highly skilled nurse clinician with advanced degrees and oodles of certifications and all sorts of skills under your belt, but you know what? If you are essentially an unhappy, miserable, and or unhealthy person, how are you going to move your career if you feel like crap most of the time? I've known many nurses out there who have tons of experience, they're really, really smart, but their personal lives are an absolute mess. And this is sad but true. But when they try to make something happen in their career, they're not feeling their mojo. They're not feeling terribly good. And one reason is that their personal lives are unhealthy. Maybe they are physically unhealthy. Maybe they have just not such great relationships happening in their lives at that time. And if they're not able or willing to do the work on themselves personally, they may not be able to do the work on themselves in terms of their career and their professional growth. So your emotional, psychological, and spiritual growth are as important for your career as a nurse as anything else or maybe even more so because when you lack self-awareness, when you lack personal insight, if your self-confidence is in the basement, if you have addiction issues or depression or anxiety, or you're just plain old lonely, or your self-esteem is just terrible right now, then you're not necessarily going to take the inspired actions that you need to take to make your career what you really want it to be. Think of Nurse Jackie, a fictional character who had some problems, for those of you who watch the show, and her problems came home to roost over and over again. Now, she was a great clinician. She was very smart. She was a smart cookie, but she couldn't quite overcome the demons that were haunting her, and it definitely made her career not what she really wanted it to be. Now, I'm not going to give any spoilers here for those of you who haven't watched Nurse Jackie yet, but, you know, she definitely got into some trouble, and her career definitely, I wouldn't say completely tanked but it did kind of tank in many ways because she wasn't really doing the work on herself so if you're dedicated to helping other people when they're at the most vulnerable you need clinical skills of course but you also need to be able to process to work through your own feelings that come up the things that surface in the course of your work because let's face it Nursing is hard. We work with people who are sick and vulnerable and dying and in need and who are depressed and anxious and just feeling horrible. And our emotional well-being, our ability to be emotionally solid, to be emotionally intelligent and relationally intelligent can really bring a lot to bear in our career. And if we are emotionally and spiritually and psychologically well Of course, our career is going to be more successful overall. In terms of physical wellness, let's just look at if, for instance, you were a weightlifter. You go to the gym every day or every other day. You do your due diligence. You have your protein. You work out. You lift weights. You exercise. You stretch. You eat well. You sleep well. And your efforts are rewarded by the outcome. You look great. You feel great. And that can be a metaphor for your nursing career. If you put in the effort, you're going to get the outcome that you want, the outcome that you deserve, the success that you deserve. And also, at the same time, non-metaphorically, if you are healthy and well and fit physically, you're going to be a nurse who has more stamina, who has more strength, who can really work more years and put in more effort hours because you're feeling great and you're in really good shape. So nurses, you need to feel inspired. You need to feel motivated. You need to feel fulfilled. And you also need to be physically, emotionally, spiritually healthy in order to do the work you love and have that work pay you back in dividends of great career success. Now, friends, there are some other What I would say miscellaneous skills that I'd like to point out are also important in your career and that also pay dividends in the end. There are plenty of skills out there that you can work on aside from the ones we've already talked about. And the ones I want to talk about are communication because communication is so intrinsic to nursing on every level. And communication can be broken down, of course, into verbal communication, because your nurse-patient relationships, your relationships with your colleagues are important, and also written communication, which is also important to the success of your career. So in terms of verbal communication, you can learn motivational interviewing you can learn positive psychology, you can learn all kinds of skills that will help develop your nurse-patient relationship so that you can really have the best outcome possible working with your patients. Now, if you would like to be a public speaker like me, maybe do keynotes at conferences, or you'd like to have a podcast or a YouTube channel, or you'd like to present a poster at a conference, or you'd just like to know how to speak more eloquently and articulately, you can join Toastmasters, you can get a speaking coach, you can listen to podcasts or take courses that help you become a better speaker to help you be able to articulate your thoughts more clearly in a more organized manner. This can really serve your Career in many ways. Let's say you're a nurse who is an expert in midwifery and you'd like to give a TED talk. Or maybe you just want to present at a conference. Or maybe you want to just present during grand rounds at your hospital. If you can develop your speaking skills, those can really take you very far and you can even become a speaker and make money doing so, like I'm working on in my career right now. So speaking skills are important, whether you're navigating relationships with your colleagues and your patients, or you're actually out there speaking publicly to other nurses and healthcare professionals talking about the stuff that you have expertise in. Now, another skill that's important in terms of communication, aside from being able to speak, is the ability to actually be able to write down your thoughts, and communicate well in the written word. Writing can be leveraged as a potential source of extra income, but writing skills also help you when you're working on your resume, working on your LinkedIn summary, writing a cover letter or thank you letter, writing a paper for a journal that you'd like to submit. Whatever it happens to be, writing and speaking skills are true forms of communication that can serve your Nursing career in so many ways. And if you put in the effort to become a good writer, to become a good speaker, to become a good communicator, this will serve you. And you can leverage these in your career on many, many different levels in many different ways throughout your career. Skills in social media and That type of communication are also important and can really move the needle in your career on many, many levels. So if you'd like to talk to me about what it means to be a nurse blogger, or you'd like to talk to me about what it means to be a keynote speaker or a podcaster, or you would just like some links or you'd like some resources about motivational interviewing or positive psychology or ways to communicate better with your colleagues definitely email me at at keith@nursekeith.com. I'll send you some resources and we can have a chat about the ways you would like to increase your communication skills. So finally, folks, whatever it is you're doing, weightlifting, running, writing, public speaking, going to school, increasing your emotional intelligence, your efforts will be rewarded by positive outcomes, I promise you, because whatever it is you learn, however it is you improve yourself, that is going to make you a better human being, and it's going to make you a better nurse as well. Remember, strong back and leg muscles can mean less risk of work-related injury. Improved public speaking skills can translate into a more successful poster presentation at a conference or maybe the ability to launch a podcast or make a keynote presentation. An advanced degree or a certification can make you more marketable in the job marketplace and Whatever it is you learn, whatever skill you get under your belt, whatever skill you sharpen, no one can take that away from you. That is part of who you are. And the effort you put in, the elbow grease you apply is going to come back and it's going to reward you in some way. So friends, apply the elbow grease do your due diligence, put in the sweat equity, shed some tears if you need to along the way and reap the rewards of the energy that you put out in the world, because it's going to come back to you on one level or another. So folks, There you have it. That is episode 138 of The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and that you feel uplifted and empowered. I encourage you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and your career development. Please make a note that I'm now live on Facebook every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Mountain, 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern. I'm also doing some spontaneous live Facebook sessions throughout the week. So make sure you change the settings at Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook so that you're alerted every time that I go live. And you can always go to my page at facebook.com forward slash nursekeithcoaching and watch the videos after they've been posted. And did you know that you could become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. You can join listener Bradley Sandoval and Wendy Davidson, who became patrons over the last few months. They send a little bit of money every month, a little bit of love. To show their appreciation for the value that they receive from the Nurse Keith show. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash NurseKeith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash NurseKeith to learn all about my campaign at Patreon and the great prizes you can get in exchange for your patronage and generosity. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. As always, my eternal gratitude to Mark and Tim and Tim's team for making this podcast what it is. Please sign up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com and remember to check out Pulse Media Network at pulsemedianetwork.com. And make sure you head over to Amazon and check out my new book, Aspire to be Inspired, Creating a Nursing Career That Matters. Makes a great gift for your nursing colleagues. Please pick one up today. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again and again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and inspired and fun than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, create success, seek joy, and keep in touch, and adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico.